You're listening to the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. gentlemen another wonderful yeah, week yeah yeah sunny sunny san diego what's up what's up what's cracking brother todo en orden todo bien aquí estamos una semana más salud salud y alegría oh, live man. and direct so today is may 22nd friday may 22nd. friday may 22nd and a new era has been Cast upon us. Yeah. A new era. An era in which restaurants are allowed to open. So long as they adhere to social distancing. Right, and, right. And are not at full capacity. And Is that is, stage two or is, stage three? Like stage, oh shit, two and a like, half? Maybe. The back part of stage two. Yeah. You know okay. what? But you know who's been open through this whole thing? Who's that? Ladies and gentlemen, Tell Lolita's me. Mexican food. Yeah. Patience is the essence of fine Mexican food, and that's exactly what you're going to find at Lolita's. Lolita's, six locations located in San Diego, over 35 years of experience getting you fat, making you happy. Mm. Currently open, mm. pick up and to go. No te voy a mentiras, As soon as uh, Farfan said that he was down to like um, jump on board and be part of the sponsors here for us, for Emo Brown. A little tear welt up in my eye. I was like, Aww. oh, oh, that's awesome. So thank you, Farfan. I will be partaking in a California burrito with guacamole this weekend yum, because yum. Justo necesario. we work hard, we play hard, we celebrate hard. That's right. Glasses. I miss him. Where yeah. is he? I think he's out there right now. He's, he's somewhere out there. He's out there he's doing out there. something. Glasses, we love you. You mean a lot yes. to us. <laughs> he's the man. He's, he's the man. The man. Pero aquí estamos con el compita Chicle. What's cracking, bro? What's going on? What's yeah. on your mind? What's gone on? What's transpired oh, since last man. we spoke? Let's see. We spoke last time. I, I shared with you exciting news in the education field. We Educación. were coming through with a plan for our seniors, which finally got approved um, to do a, a graduation celebration that is uh, drive-through status or style. Um, given the current situation, you know, social distancing, we're trying to figure out what's the best way to do this. We got close to a hundred students nice. plus their families. You know, you're talking about 250 to 300 people, maybe more. Um, so a drive through idea. We have a nice parking lot in between our schools. There's three high schools in Liberty Station. Um, okay. So it's going to be in the Liberty Station area. Yeah. Oh, nice. So for, Folks that might not know, I work at High Tech High International. Get it. Um, and our campus is is comprised three high schools, two middle schools, two elementaries. So a lot of families, a lot of students. Um, and the three schools got together. We planned something that we thought would be safe, 
but memorable and special and specifically for the students, you know, to celebrate them. They've lost a lot this year, as I've mentioned several times now in the, the past few weeks. Um, so we're really excited. Uh, we, we've let people know, our families know what we're doing. We didn't give them the full details yet because there's still some things that we need to iron out. Um, but we expect that the kids are going to love it. You know, obviously it's different and obviously it's not our traditional ceremonies that you and I experienced yeah. once upon a time, not that long ago, but 20 you know, years. a while back. Wait, when did we graduate? 1997. And if you invert no, that, 97. And if you invert that, that's the date of our birth. That's right. 79. 79. Damn, Damn, we old, bro. Yeah, we are. For better or for worse, this graduation We're for wise. the kids is memorable. Yeah, you know, and that's there's... the thing, you know, <laughs> like people can go all out, decorate their uh -huh. cars. I'm hoping to have my little truck ready to go. It's a 1949 Chevy. Get it? Get it? My boy's been working on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're just thinking, you know, we heard from a lot of the kids. We want to be together. We were thinking like, you know what? Let's get all our high schools together, all put together. We'd probably make the size of a, a comprehensive, traditional neighborhood high school. You know, because all of our schools are small. Um, that's something that, that makes our schools unique. By design. By design, yeah. Um, but in talking to students, they're like, hell no, we don't want to do anything with the other schools. Not that that's a bad thing, but we want to celebrate our school. Yeah, yeah sure. like it's for us. And so we took that into consideration and, you know, just being creative, thinking about finances. Times are tough right now for everybody. Um, and we have a, a cool parking lot across the way in, in between our schools, actually, that our, our graduates will get to parade down the aisles and, uh, get their diploma, interact with their teachers, you know, and, and they don't know this yet. So by the time they hear this, I hope that we've sent out final information on everything. Um, but it's exciting, man, because I, I've seen videos of other states that are already at that stage of graduation. And there was one video that my wife showed me the other day where a high school senior man, like he's so proud of himself, bueno. yelling at teachers like, hey, you know, miss so-and-so, miss so-and-so. I got it. I Good graduated. That's awesome. And, man, it, that's it, what it's about. Yeah. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. So that's what I'm hoping to see in, in a few weeks, actually. Is there is there a date for this? Yeah, ours is going to be on uh, June 17th. It's a oh, Wednesday. Nice. And then each school is taking a different day so we can help each other out, support one another. Um, and like I said, focus on, on our schools, our students, and make it special for them. So, you know, for folks in Liberty Station, expect a lot of noise those mm. days. Be okay with it. Please be kind. These are young human beings that lost a lot. <laughs> you know, sometimes us older folks, you know, we don't like too much noise. The fact that you have to tell people to be nice and celebrate kids, bro. <laughs> I know, right? But some people, you know, you know, you mm -hmm. get in your little Jesus moods and, and you don't like. What's the hierarchy? What's the approval process of getting like a, a project like this through the, yeah. through the channels and getting that final stamp? Like, yes, well, you can do this, Chicle. For us... You know, we've gotten directives from the County Office of Education. We connected with uh, SDPD. You know, we're part of the San Diego region. So SDPD was involved in approving us. Um, and then ultimately, we had to also check in with uh, the Liberty Station, uh, I guess, HOA. I don't uh -huh. know if 
if it's a different name for them, but business association, probably. Yeah, yeah, like you know, that's a whole thing in and of itself. So we had so to get it's their approval. A project. Yeah, but luckily, man, like I get to work with individuals that are experienced. One of the other deans, he's been he's been the dean of High Tech High since it started. So this man is, you know, is any question you have, any challenge that arises, he's been through it. He's got like four different answers for you that all work, you know, and, and I think I've been blessed. As we've talked so many times in, in the in the podcast is, you know, I, I always have individuals around me that, that help me level up, you know, and, and people that are always willing to kind of share their wisdom and do not, you believe not keep in it that? to themselves. Do, do, do you believe que, que algo así sucede nomás por suceder? Or do you think no. like we, we put out a certain like, like a bat signal yeah, to, the, to, to, to the to the at stars least, to bring it out? At least for me, yes. Uh-huh. I think there, because, you know, we all have our stories. I know along the way I've made poor choices oh. and maybe not been the best version of myself. But work in progress, think, all of us. I think we all end up getting to what we've earned in some ways, you know, or you get a rude awakening at some point. Right. And I think for me, I think I've, I, for a long time now, I would say that I've been doing my best to carry myself in a way that has allowed me to experience these, these opportunities, you know, which I see as, as blessings, you know, and always been around people that have, taking me under their wing, you know, like I could think of so many people along the way, but, you know, a few of my mentors that are, are here locally, uh, one of them's here locally in Chula Vista, Marisol Franco, who will soon be joining uh, CVLCC also in the community. What is that? CVLCC is uh, another charter school, Chula Vista language community charter okay that's the one down here like next to k street it's a dual emerging the yeah. okay ccc uh-huh so they, we we're gonna take the boys there but nice. yeah we were yeah we decided oh, yeah 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 yeah, okay. yeah all right don't talk about that no just kidding <laughs> um, no but it's a cool school yeah, you know? yeah i've been i've been um acquainted with them and met some of their their staff and and you know i'm impressed by what they do and you know this this educator was one of the first people to throw their hat in the ring for me and you know, she volunteered to mentor me when I was just some artist from the community coming in to try to teach. Mm-hmm. You know, I had no idea what I was doing, but man, like people like her that were patient, that gave me feedback, that constantly offered me support and, you know, really nurtured me to become who who I feel like I'm still becoming because of folks like them, you know, and, and there's there's other individuals Yoli Soler, Nuvia Rulin, like so many people, Lillian Sue, like the person that first hired me, like all these folks that gave me a shot, you know, Sarah Barnes, Robert Cool, like, ooh, man. The list I, is long. I, yeah, and, and I think that's the piece that like, if if people only knew, right, like to get to what we're doing, not, not that I feel like I'm at a peak or like, look at me, but I've gotten to where I'm at because of what people have seen in me. And at times I didn't see that in myself yet but people saw that saw something and then helped me level up you know and 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 that continues today man i mean even being here with you in this podcast like like i see that as a like i don't believe in a lot of things i think on the last episode caesar and i were talking about like religion because i recently one one of the fathers un un, un padrecito barrio logan our lady guadalupe father brown passed away 
and like he was a he was one of the of the the fathers that i remember growing up because yeah. we we went to like three churches and and he was one of them that it was just like i remember him vividly and he just passed away so we were talking about yeah. churches and religion and if we believe in it or not so i don't usually like buy into a lot of religion i believe in a higher being but what i do believe in is the power of like manifesting yeah. your, your your thoughts and having them become a reality because on more than a handful of occasions shit like that has happened with me you know um i believe in like a I, like not it sounds weird like hippie-ish but like a vision board like i believe in i write it down and i and i really like put energy into positive energy and and i do the work you don't just put a something on a little piece of paper you don't just write it down uh, in a piece of paper yeah. fold it up put it in your wallet and it's like one day one day this little paper is going to spring this opportunity right. it's like no ganijo you you have to you have to write it down you got to legitimately work on it and eventually yeah. you'll manifest that idea into a reality i believe in that yeah you know i i because this brewery was manifested in that i remember i was talking to one of my best friends julio when i was in banking and finance we were sitting down we we're talking like what am i gonna do what i want to do or maybe it was sean, both of them julio and sean my two of my like ride or die guys and i just told him i said you know what why not open a brewery you know like we enjoy home brewing we do this and i just worked on it you know i, I worked on it we worked on the business plan and that's just one example like it, a lot of the things that i've really wanted to get after i eventually got them yeah you know and a lot of it is luck like by just by by, by by circumstance like luck comes by many different names yeah. you know luck is when opportunity <laughs> and preparedness meet at the crossroads right. and there it is boom there it is. Okay, boom. That's luck. Or, you know, you got to work hard to make shit happen. Yeah. You know that. I mean, it takes a lot of people. It takes a village to raise somebody. And for yeah. me, my people that I look to is, is my family. Like, I'm, I'm very, yeah. like, close to my family. My mom, my dad, you know, even cousins. And I get, I get education and knowledge from all of these things. You know, yeah. former coworkers, former employers. It's like, but I believe you work. You know, like we talk about, you said, try your best. But yeah. In addition to you got to work for it, you know, yeah. you, you, you got to work hard and you got to prepare yourself for that opportunity. So I believe yeah. in manifesting your ideas and your thoughts and eventually something's going to happen, you know. Yeah. So it's just, you just I was talking to a coworker today, UPS, young cat, 29 years old, um, baseball player. It's funny the people you meet at UPS, you know, obviously nobody grows up saying I want to work at UPS. You know, the, the the ultimate goal, the ultimate career plan is like, so it's getting you know, I don't know, UPS. I want to deliver. I wanna, it's, it's funny. It's just like a bunch of like different stories that ended up there. A couple of guys that I work with were former baseball players. Um, you know, hardcore baseball players. That was their passion. That was their life. For one reason or another, obviously, they didn't work out. This cat, 29 years old, um, went to play in college, uh, accepted a professional contract in Japan. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he was on his path doing it, whatever. And I asked him today, "Yo, bro, um, at what point did you realize that that goal wasn't going to be accomplished?" But when I said it, I was like, "Even pasa de verga." Like that, that could be misconstrued. That that could have yeah. come out like a a dick dickhead comment. But I thought about it. I was like, "No, no, no." Like, at what point did you realize that your goal you weren't going to achieve it anymore? And he was like, "You know what?" And he knew he knew the exact moment. He's like, "It was at this time and at this game." And I just I I knew where I was at and I knew where I needed to be, and I just wasn't going to happen. Hmm. And we were talking about that, and then it just tailed back to like, "What are you going to tell your kids?" Like, growing up, like what to look for. And I said, "For me, just I always just tell them like, just you know, just." Pay attention. 
Yeah. Be aware of your surroundings. There's opportunity everywhere. You know, if, if you work hard towards a goal, you just got to pay attention and, and, and accept everything that's coming in. You know, people are going to come and be oh, you should do this, you should do that. You got to filter those things. So I tell my kids, you know what? Like I told you, just work hard, try your best, and listen. If you listen, is the component just there's opportunities that are going to be out there. Eventually, something's going to come that's going to capture your attention. And if yeah. it matches with what you want to do, open that door. Opportunities knocking, jump in and do it. So what I want to tell my kids growing up is that take a, take a risk. You know, yeah. so long as your parents, my wife and myself, we're here. We're here to support you and make sure you, the same way my parents to this day still like, Throw some yeah. dumbass ideas at my parents, bro. <laughs> you know, I, opening this brewery, me selling my parents on helping me, like, ooh, get the get pushing this and opening the brewery. I was like, fool, if I can sell my parents on this idea, yeah. I can sell anybody on this idea. Because yeah. they're my toughest sell. Because they're going to sit me down and be like, mijo, boom, no. This is why it's not going to work. Because my mom has background. She has, okay. she, like, like, her experience is in this. Like, you know, government lending and, and setting up, like, financials. So, mm. I believe in that, that yeah. you know, and, and I feel like a hippie sometimes, but it's like, nah, I believe in those no, things. There's no hippie thing about it because I think, and that's why I, along the way, someone taught me uh, like, there's no such thing as luck, you know, there's blessings, but it's also because luck, I think a lot of people think of it as like, oh, like you got lucky, like mm -hmm. out of nowhere, yeah, this out of nowhere this for you. landed on your lap, you know, and, and the reality is that, well, that might happen for some folks. For most of us, is you've been grinding for days, months, years, right? Before something happens for you. And I think that's the stuff that most people don't realize. And, you know, I think in my experience, even like before all our Project Rio work, like we had been already in the community for like 10 years doing stuff in Logan and in other parts of the community, always participating and, and putting in time. You know, so when these things happened over here, like we'd already been kind of moving, you know, and, and for many people that don't know me, like it, they might think I just started, but, mm -hmm. you know, like for other folks that do know me, know that I've been at it for a Hustling. long time. And, yep. you know, that's something that I always point out even to our students of like, hey, like have your goals, put it out into the universe because you never know who you're talking to, who might hear you that can help you along the way. Exactly. But it's like you just said, like you don't just write it down and put it in your pocket and then wait. Like you write it down, you put it in your pocket and you keep moving. And you pull it right? out every now and then and remind yourself. Yeah, and you gotta be making progress and, and checking. You know, like one thing I've been telling some of our students recently is where do you wanna go and what steps do you need to take to get there? You know, and then keep talking about it because as long as you're, in motion towards that or in that direction somewhere along the line you're gonna meet people that can help you like either fast forward you know or, or can give you advice that will help you get there you know and all these things but even in in your story of this baseball player it's also important to know when maybe it's not gonna work out you told or, me that last time too <laughs> got there and you know what it's time to move on to yeah. the next thing. You don't want to sink with the ship is what and you said okay. last time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay because yeah, like this cat, he could be 50 years old and still be in that league in Japan or, or doing something that now he's that guy. Treading water, running you in know? place. And, and ultimately, I guess if that's what makes that, you happy, yeah. great. But I think being able to, to know that, you know, and to be reflective and think about like what matters to you and, 
are you doing that right now? Because if you're not, then are there other things? Like, I'm sure, you know, he's not a professional baseball player in the Major League Baseball here in the States, but he got to play in Japan. Hello. Like, who's going to do that? You know? Who's going to do that? Like, that's awesome, right? He had an experience and now he's at UPS, probably doing well for himself and his family. and, And now he gets to live in San Diego. Like, come on. Like that's pretty. If that's not a blessed, it's life, perspective. It's is yeah. It's perspective. Absolutely. You know? So yeah, man. It's it's something that because we were talking about quotes. We were talking about quotes last week, and just talking about this right now, like a bunch of quotes come out. Like yeah, the the quotes that 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 are like a fabric of my fiber that have created me. Like when you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. Yeah. You know so. That I, I I can always parlay that quote into anything that I'm doing. It's like if if, if it's worth doing, you got to do it the right way. So if, right. for me, it's like bringing it back to the brewery. It would have been very easy, di- difficult to swallow, you know. But it would have been very easy to get thrown this curveball with the pandemic and having to shut down and just taking a step back and be like, you know what, bro, it's not gonna work. Yeah. Like I don't see I don't see a way out of this. I don't see a way that we're gonna succeed and make this work. I'm done, bro. I I'm ready. Three punk. I sorry. I'm stepping back. You know. Right. And no, that that, that mean one. That's not me. It's like I to the point where like you were telling me last week. Like, don't don't sync with shit. Like you know you gotta you gotta know when to step away from something that's not working. But unfortunately, it's like cabezon, dude. You know, like I'm I'm very stubborn and and I go for it. And if I I wanna I wanna keep it going. Yeah. Like, we gonna make this motherfucker work. You know. But go ahead. Kind of like you just said, is perspective, right? Yeah. Because I don't think that was a sinking ship. Mm-hmm. That's a ship that saw a wave coming. And you said, you know what? We need to change course, mm-hmm. maneuver. We could get through this, but we got to make some moves. It's called duck diving. Right? Big ass wave comes exactly. Your way. How am I going to approach this wave? Exactly. There's a way. You know, you don't just face it head on. You're like, no. Nah, so you got to adapt. Adapt to the situation, Let's right? Go under and, this wave. And man, like, just to repeat what you said a few weeks ago of like other other breweries who are not willing to do to go or deliveries where are they right they're yeah. still closed I don't maybe even, if, I don't even will they know. survive or not who knows are you the same way running your businesses where you're not really concerned with how other businesses are doing that are in your similar industry cuz for me like people ask me how how is so and so doing how is that brewery doing? How is this part doing? And it's like, I tell them, I, I don't know, man. I'm yeah. so like consumed and focused on what we're doing that I really don't know what's going on anywhere. You know? Yeah. And t- to the point where even like on social media, like I, I don't follow other uh, businesses that are in my line of work as well. You know, whether it's another brewery, where it's other bars, where it's, I, I don't even follow them because I don't want to be swayed from our path. Hmm. You know, I have an objective. I have a goal. I'm like a horse with blinders. I don't even want to see what's going on with the neighbors. Yeah. You know what? One, I care because they're repre- you know, they're representing our industry. But two, I'm representing this industry. I'm representing in my company. I'm representing myself. So it's like I gotta yeah. make sure I'm doing it my way, the right way that I feel, and just go one step at a time. Yeah. I think in that regard I'm I'm similar where we're gonna do what what we think is right for our families. And in the two businesses that we're a part of, um, we're a part of it with other families, mm-hmm. you know, so there's other opinions that are involved. That's hard. And that's that's difficult. Um, with Golondrina, we've been closed 
um, mostly because of the mandates and the type of business that we have. It 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 doesn't work as easily for like takeout or delivery. I think in in some ways we've done that by taking our stuff online. All of our partners at Golondrina are, are selling via Instagram or their websites. I've been doing that and seeing an increase in business. So I'm still able to to keep that going. Yeah, Justin moved. You know, with the coffee shop, we are we were owned by families from the neighborhood that had careers and, and full-time jobs. So that was challenging because, you know, we had to close at first due to the circumstances. Our employees weren't feeling safe. Um, which we don't blame them. You know, we weren't feeling safe. And so we made a decision. Um, unfortunately, we just announced it last week that we're not going to be able to reopen under the, the current situation and, and largely due to because, you know, as owners, we are not able to get in there full time to open. And, you know, you mentioned, do I follow other businesses? And, and some of our friends that helped us open, you know, like our friends at Por Vida, like they're in there grinding. When I've gone by, I see them, you know, Caro, Milo, like their whole crew, like they're in there, you know? And, and I think that's also a part of it. Like you have to be involved, you know, if you're going to succeed, like you got to be able to get in there. And, Como and, dice mi abuelita, chicle, el que tenga tienda, que la tienda, viejo. Pues you know? sí. Yeah. Solo así. And so, you know, we made a difficult decision to, to shut it down. We, we knew it was time. I think a lot of things had changed too in, in, in our group and, you know, everyone's got their, their own goals, their own vision. So, uh, we're going to maintain the space and, and turn it into something else. You know, we're, we're working through that right now. Yeah. Um, but we're excited, you know, to take it back to our roots of community and, and getting the community involved, getting back out into the community. We kind of fell off Straight. of that a little bit. You know, we strayed from that and, you know, like there's always life happens, right? Life happens. And, you know, it's a good thing. We're obviously a little sad, you know, and I know our community took it pretty hard, but, you know, I'm really excited and it's like everything else, you know, like sometimes when you put out messages, like you can't say everything, you know, Speaking and I know code. a lot of people were, were reaching out like, oh, does that mean Project Real is done? Like no more of those events and, and like not at all. We're actually going to come back more to those things from that we the ashes used to do. rise. Yeah, and, and I think it's just reevaluating, you know, what our values are, what what brought us together in the first place, what were the things that made us special and unique, you know, and, and getting back to that. So that that we're excited about, but you know, it's it's a tough time right now for everybody, and some people are going to make it, some aren't, you and, know, and and you alluded to this earlier. It's like people just think that you just happen to pop in to this situation and they were unaware that you were grinding in the past, making it worse. Which leads me to another one, like not necessarily a quote, but more like a, like a metaphor that I've always, I, and I think my mom, I don't know who told me, I think it was my mom or I was with my mom when I heard about this one. It was like, like a duck, you know, people just see a duck cruising over water. You know, they just see a duck just chilling, just kind of gliding on the lake, like bad, say that relaxing what they don't see is the effort the work that you put in to be that duck like underneath the water that little duck is paddling bro that little them little web feet are just he's just moving staying busy and they some people don't realize how much effort how much work it takes just to make it look so effortlessly at the surface underneath that surface a business owner an entrepreneur a family man you're grinding to make what 
what you're passionate about, what you love, your family, um, your business, whatever it is, you're hard working, grinding hard to make that shit look easy. You know? Right. So it's like, for me, I love being that duck, man. Like, if people see me, and we talked about this earlier, it's always a touchy little topic when we talk about, like, uh, perception, other people, and what, right. when they look at us. This is a grimy a grimy line of work. Not necessarily, necessarily owning a, a brewery or owning a, a coffee shop. Just being, like, a business owner. Yeah. Being, like, a quote-unquote, like, like a, a, a leader, you know? People view you differently. Right. People think that you're the one that's changing, but in essence, it's like you're you're developing, which is, is a form of change. But you're you're not like you're not getting stuck in a superficial way. You're you're, you're growing and you have objectives and you have goals. And some people say, "Oh, that's the way," presumido, or like he's he's on an island. He doesn't care about anyone else anymore. He's doing his own thing. And it's like, no, I'm doing this so we can keep this growing. You can't become complacent. So there comes a time as a business owner or as a quote-unquote a leader. Yeah. I say quote-unquote leader because I don't think I'm a leader. I'm just a part of a fucking team that right. we're working to get to the next level. But for me, dog, like when people look at me and they, and, and like they have like these preconceived notions like, no, say way. It's like, cool, I'm okay with that. Think what you think. Just yeah. know underneath the surface, we're patterning like crazy. We're, we're moving these yeah. web feeds to keep it afloat. I don't have time to just like dick around and, and go drinking during the week or be out like taking pictures at like new beer releases or or whatever social media is calling for these days, whatever gets all the likes. Like I, I don't have time for that. Like I have a goal. My goal is to one, not let a business die, you know, Two, make sure this business is providing for the staff. Three, if everything's working out, make sure this business is providing for me and for my family. You know, and the same goes for my partner. You know, we don't do shit for likes. We don't do shit for like people to to rain praise upon us. I do this so it doesn't die. And if you see me grinding or my head down or just kind of like in the zone, it's because I'm in the zone and I'm trying to get to that next level. You know, I don't want to be complacent. I love being a business owner. I love owning a business. You know, I love being an entrepreneur. But I'm going to hate it if I just sat on my ass and 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 patted myself on the back for getting here and that's it you know and i don't think i think what people real don't realize is like getting here opening a business is not the goal bro right. it's it's not like who's gonna open first and i attribute that to like kind of like right now like who's gonna reopen again as, as a, a restaurant and and offer like dining who's gonna be the first one who's fuck who's gonna be the first one who's gonna be here the longest who's gonna provide longevity you know so for me it's like Hustle, 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 and just keep it moving. Keep it moving. If you're doing things the right way, and if you're looking for that notoriety, like, oh, I restaurant, that'll come to you if you're doing things the right way. You know, you don't have to seek those things out. Right. The more and more you look for something, I feel the further and further away you are from actually getting it. You know, yeah. you just got to like, what it, and it goes back to the vision board. What are my goals? And it goes back right. to the business model that we always talk about. What does my moral compass say? Like, what, right. what is my objective for opening this brewery? What direction do I want to take it in? And it's like, stick with that. Yeah. Stick with that. And, and man, that's, that's everything, right? Because if you lose track of what you set out to do, it's really easy to get caught up in the appearances or the fame or, you know, like this 
quote like it, it may or may not be success you know like in having a clear definition of what that means to you and what you're willing to give up to get there everything is important yeah. you know and and you know i think sacrifices are made and i i feel like that's sometimes what what i i, I don't want to say nobody realizes that right because i think a lot of people understand but i think it's something that most most of us don't acknowledge enough of how much sacrifice goes into something being successful or or you reaching your happiness mm. or or that level of success what is that you success? want to like what is your success like right. what do you gauge your success as being yeah you know what does that look like what does it look like like for me like i told you it's longevity to you it might be some to some financial so for some right. it's just like oh people know who i am yeah. oh look at i walk down that's the block it. and that's it none like everybody has their own spin on what success is absolutely you know what and and i think being clear about that with yourself not mm. like you need to explain it to mm -hmm. me but i think each of us needs to know what that definition is and what matters to you most you know because if if you know those two things like what does success look like and what matters to you you'll get there and you'll be happy and that's all you need to do right but i i think the 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 part that you should know is that it takes work yeah and you're never done, you know, like you can, I, I don't, I guess, and maybe it's a personal thing, but I don't ever want to be at a point where I feel like I could just sit back and relax, you know? Sure we do. Ya rucones. Ya, I, I ya do. don acá. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about retirement. That's one thing. But I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I never want to stop learning, mm. you know, like I don't ever want to feel like I know it all. I, I I'm just gonna sit here now, and and if you need something, let me tell you how it is. Mm -hmm. Like I always want to be learning. Of course, I want to be retired and traveling the world and all those things, right? Like that's like the ultimate goal to be able to be financially stable to the point where I could do whatever I want and wake up at whatever time I want. Damn it! Right? One day, oh. but until that day, and even when that day comes. I still want to be evolving and becoming a better version to from when I was 60 to when I'm 90. You know, I'm trying to live to 100. Okay, all right, right? all right, all right. Like I'm trying right. to get to those three figures and, and still be having fun, still be doing stuff, you know, because I think the moment that you're done, the moment that you know everything, I feel like that might be the moment you expire. Damn. So I'm not trying to get to that. What happens when you click the last link on the internet? I've seen I've seen all of the internet now. I'm ready yeah. to remove myself. Can you? No see. <laughs> I feel like that's impossible though. Oh man. Like especially right now talking to teenagers like man there's so much stuff out there that they're into and like different sites that they use for different things and connecting and games and it's it's fascinating. Yeah, I get I lost it. just trying to build a website, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man! I mean, but we, see, we came from a pedo. different era. Así es el pedo, dude. I mean, we're we're knuckleheads, you know. I feel like we 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 come from a hardworking background because yeah. one, our parentals, we come very from family background, you know, and we know what we want. Um, we're goal oriented, and it, and it could be misconstrued sometimes. Yeah, you know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I'm speaking that a term for you, but for me, it's like I know what I need to do, and I'm gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. I muere. 
you know? And it leads me, I don't know why we're throwing quotes around today, but I'm going to drop my last quote. On Go it. for it. Just because you were born on third, don't think you hit a triple. Ooh. And I remember hearing that for the first time, and I was, ah, I'm trying to remember where I heard it. I think it was like a football coach or something. Okay. And it's weird, a football coach making like a, a, a baseball, baseball metaphor yeah. type of quote. <laughs> and, I, and I remember like breaking it down. I was like, what does that mean? And, uh, right. and then it finally clicked on me. It's like, all right, some dudes yeah. are born on third base yeah. and act like they earned the right to get there. They they act like they hustled. They 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 stretched a single into a triple, you know. And yeah. no, and for me, like, and it feels weird talking about like like white privilege, you know, because I, I I I grew up in a very um, diverse petri dish of of ethnicities and cultures in Bonita and in Chula Vista, porque así es el pelo. Yeah, we grew up with a lot of different kinds of people, a little bit, and I love it. You know, it molded me into being. Um, very accepting of everybody and everyone and anything they believe in. Like, I'll never shit on something that people say, like, yo pienso en eso. Oh, cool, bro, that's you. That motivates yeah. you. That's what you That's what you like. That's what, like, takes you to the next level. Do your thing. But, <laughs> but, people who shit on me the most are people who, like, uh, are born on third. You know, and, and, and they think, oh, I've done that. Oh, I did this and I did and, and, and I And I attribute it back to that privilege. It's like, oh, boy, you were born with that, you know? Yeah. You know, like other people have to work to get to this level, you know? And yeah. that's why we appreciate things more. And that's why we probably are. And, and that's why I know for a fact I am very hard-headed on giving up on things. Mm-hmm. And that's why I know I, I don't turn my back and walk away from things often, if ever. You know, right. like if I put energy and focus on something, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna see it through to the end. Yeah. But there's people that yeah they they have that privilege. It's like oh man, I was already here. Yeah. Shit. I mean, I'm, am and I really I, losing anything by walking away right now? You right. know. Right. Well, yeah, and, and I think you're right. Like sometimes folks don't know what it takes just to get to have that opportunity, right? And I think we live in a really unique space where you know living on the border. I feel like there's people that are privileged. You know, we we talk about white privilege, but I think even in our community, there's a lot of folks that are privileged. That, privilege has that no are, color. Right. You know, and I think when, when we think of our region and, and folks in Tijuana, like even for us growing up here, like we're, we have so much privilege, you know, compared to some of our cousins that Perspective. were from el otro lado. Yeah, you el know? norte. And, and I think that's, you know, something that I, I think a lot about. And, and I think as we've evolved, I- even within our own community, like you start to see all those different privileges, you know, and, and I think it's important, you know, to know who you are, where you come from, where you started. And, and because also I think there's folks that they, they it's not even that they were born into it. I think sometimes they just meet the right people. That suddenly they find themselves with all these opportunities that they would have never had networking if it weren't for a situation or an acquaintance or like you know right place right time right yeah and I think that's also important too of like you know give credit where credit where is due. due and not so much just to pay lip service but to understand like yo this would have never happened for me if so-and-so hadn't kind of put their hand out for me too you know because i think once we acknowledge that now you can reach out and and pay it forward right do it for someone else because if you're the type of person that 
gets a little bit of momentum and you never look back to to bring someone else with you, then you roll like, solo, homie. You ain't really helping yeah, out you're our people. Alone. You know, and I think that's so important, man, because in education, I think too, we see that a lot of that where, you know, there there's spaces where there's not too many of us present, there's not too many of us represented. And I think for those of us that, that get to a place, how do we encourage others to rise up with us? You know, or how do we open the doors? Or, you know, sometimes it's, it's not just about kicking a door open. It's like maybe you're the one that just holds it open so that others can run through and and make it happen. You know, and, and I don't know. I think that's where I find myself of like I'm in a space where like, man, I would have never imagined being a vice principal of a high school, you know, but here I am. And if I could encourage other young people to pursue education and to imagine themselves doing things that they don't see themselves doing right now, yes, please, because all of that has happened to me, you know, and, and I think it's because I keep moving and I keep doing stuff and I keep meeting people and hearing and observing and, you know, trying to do better. And I think once you learn some stuff, like you can't go backwards, you know, you got to keep making all the right moves to like you just get to a place where you're like, oh, shit, like look at how far I've come. You know, and that's something that me and my wife always talk about, like, damn, like look at where we're at. Remember when we used to live in, in a little studio and I was paycheck to paycheck? Like it's crazy, you know, and, and now to see what we've become and having a little family, you know, and. It's like, wow, but we never stopped grinding. And it always feels that much better when you earn it. Oof. You know? So good. When you earn it. And obviously with the support of family and, that and goes, our friends. That you goes know, without like, saying, brother. That right? goes without saying. Because it legitimately, it takes a village. Absolutely. Damn. And, and How do you something. instill that into your kids? Uh, one, by example. Exacto. You know, by example. And, and I think... That's something that I've been much more intentional about saying that I didn't do it by myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I did it with a team. I did it in collaboration. I did it with, with others. It's never abuela, abuela like, helped oh, you. me. Mm -hmm. You know, like I did this. Like, nah, I had help. You know, I teamed up. And I remember the first time I came on with Christian and we were talking about having people around you that, that, you spread the the weight, right? Because you might be really good at one thing. I'm good at this other thing. And now together we create, it's like Voltron, right? Like you come together and you create this bigger thing that you would not have been able to do on your own. Or, or maybe you could have, but not right away, you know, or, or maybe not as successful or not as powerful. You got to work smart. Right. And that's something we never talk about because you're always trying to be the best. You're always trying to be the one that stands out, you know, and, and I think that's important, too. But also to, to keep it humble and know that other people can help you and there's nothing wrong with that. It's taken me a long time to 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 accept that if it's not coming from the family, you yeah. know, for me, you know, because there's only a handful of people that I've let in and like, all right, cool. You think that that's a good idea? Like, let me let me let me throw this your way. What do you think? There's. Even now, there's still like a very, very few people that, that I'll throw ideas towards or I'll share like plans or I'll share a vision with, you know, unless yeah. it's like my family, like my sister or my parents, obviously what wifey or like brother-in-law. Like if you're outside of that circle, it, it, it's, it's hard. 
you know, and, yeah. and, and that's that's my pillow, you know, that, that's my pillow. But I have people like you recently, you know, and only, I say recently, but we've known each other now apparently for decades, right. you know, but <laughs> but recently we, we've actually like got to know each other and I feel like I'll, I feel like I've known you for decades. I feel like we've kind of have similar work ethic, similar past, similar like cultural upbringing. So it's like I feel yeah. comfortable sharing things with you. But yeah, man, I mean, what I'm working on is one, since we started kind of like talking more about parenting and stuff is being a better example to my kids because right. I get caught up in just the grind, the grind, the grind, which in my head is like, I need to do this because if I don't grind, like I'm letting my family down, you know, yeah. I'm I'm shouldering the weight. If, if I decide just to take a break, it all falls down, you know? Right. So, but I got to realize that, no, I have a team, you know, yeah. I, it's my obligation to build that team that I feel comfortable with that I can step back. And between me and Kevin and the team that we're building here at the brewery, I feel comfortable. Between Matt and myself and the team that we're building at the Alwood, uh, I, f- I feel comfortable. And between yeah. like you, me, and everybody else in this gang that we have here for Emo Brown, I feel comfortable. You know, yeah. like I feel comfortable stepping away and just having somebody come in and start doing podcasts with you or whoever else and just putting it out. Like I feel comfortable. Ultimate goal for me, like what is my goal? Stepping back and watching what we've created just kind of go. Yeah, because that's always been my goal for everything. I, I enjoy building. I enjoy the process. I enjoy going through the motions. But ultimately, I, I want to step back and watch this simulation take shape. Yeah, be like, all right, cool, we did this. All right, I step back. Now it's doing. It's it, it, it's doing it on its own. It's organically growing. We put right. the right person in this position. We grab the right method and put it into place. Like that's what I want. Yeah. You know, and and I think that's. I agree with that. I think there is a misconception that you can do that right away, that you can dream it up, mm. make it happen, mm-hmm. and then just walk away. Nah. Right? And <laughs> that's I, the and same I idea of just... <laughs> that's the point of, of like, you know, when, when I said earlier, like, I always want to be moving and doing stuff. I don't mean like always being actively involved, but... I think I want to get to a place where if I hand it off to someone is because I have worked with that person and giving them, given them or offered them, not given them, but offered them everything that I have learned along the way. Similar vision. They're prepared to take it on and and that I know when I pass it on to them, everything that I stood for will live through them. You know, because if, if I don't have that, then, and I walk away it's not going to be the same thing. You know, it might not even be what I think it is because I'm not even present and and I don't know what is going on. And I think that's really important to me because in all the places that I've ever worked, when I've worked for people that tell me what to do, but they're not in there with me, it doesn't feel right. You they're know? leading, but no one's following. Right. And they're making choices that without our input, you know, now you're making us do things that are going to take twice as long. Or like, I remember working at a place. I used to work at UCSD and we had equipment that was old, but did the job, you know, and every summer we got hit with books for different courses that we had to make and, you know, all these things, right? At some point, someone who was new to our environment had never worked in our industry, but was our supervisor, (laughs) made a decision to buy new equipment, right? Brand new. 
it's like the the that year's model of machines, right? They bring the machines in, and immediately we were like, we're gonna be screwed. Like these machines don't do this, this, and this that we need to because that's our bread and butter every summer. They didn't listen to us, and then sure enough, they ended up spending more money yep. on overtime, and then jobs weren't getting done as quickly as we used to provide them. And we were getting blamed for it, you know, the employees. And it's like, wait, hold up. Like, we told you, you know, and, and those were the moments that I think now being in, in my position, I always think about that, you know, like, what kind of leader am I? Am I the kind of leader that that doesn't know what he's saying, but is going to tell you what to do? Or am I going to be in there in the trenches. side by side showing you that I'm invested just mm -hmm. as much as you are and that you matter to me? You know, and that your input matters to me, you know, and that's been something, obviously, I've, I've only had the one experience with the coffee shop, you know, all the other stuff that we do is like, we're in there because we're the ones doing it. But um, I think that's something that's really important to me and having a vision, being clear about it and, and, and being about it, you know, not just Ooh. talking about Ooh. it. Ooh, walk it like you tuck it. Ooh. Walk it like you tuck it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and you'd be surprised, bro. The the people you work with, if they see you there working side by side with them, guess what? All of a sudden, they show love and appreciation yeah, for your yeah. vision, and they start doing the same thing. Right? Because it you're means more. It yeah. for them. You're showing my them example for that is glasses. You know, glasses. When I brought him in here, and we worked together, and this, he's passionate about the brewery. Yeah. You know, like it's his brewery. When he works there, he does things, and he's very prideful of how he does things he has his methods he has the way he handles things when he's working i can turn my phone off bro you know i can turn everything off and not worry about anything because i know i'm there you know i'm not yeah. physically there but i know that we've worked together and we know what our goals are yeah he's handling it i can check out and you know what that does for me like that i'm i'm away and i can be with present with my family you know I don't have to be, somebody else is working or it's just whatever situations are going on. I'm constantly like, okay, ¿qué pasó? Okay, ¿qué pasó today? Okay, what's going on? What's going on? So it's like, I'm constantly like just kind of keeping an eye. So I want to surround, I want, we, we want to build teams in which we have full confidence and we yeah. know like we don't have to worry about it. Exactly. One day. And and it should be, I mean, I think what I see here is is a family, you know, and I think what we were trying to do with the coffee shop is family. You know, and I think everything has to feel that way. And I know, I know, I well, in my opinion, the coffee shop was successful because when people came in, that's what they felt. Yes. You know, and we even, we even heard it um, as feedback when we all kind of stepped back, you know, because everything, right, just like life, there's highs and lows. And, you know, in any family, there's going to be where there's a disagreement. And, you know, there was a point where we all kind of stepped back and people noticed. And was we had a, a team meeting. And first thing that one of our partners said, hey, I'm hearing from people that is changing. It's not the same. Why is it? Because we ain't present. Yeah. You know, and boom, we all jump back yeah. in. Yeah. And but you had the foresight to do that. Yeah, you could have easily been like mattered to us. Yeah, you could easily been like, "Hi, what do they know?" Yeah, uh, 
Those are your patrons. Exactly. Those are the people that make your business stay afloat and they you yeah. know. So it's like you have to listen. I don't I don't believe in Yelp. I don't believe in any of that. Nah, but there's a certain no. there's a certain amount like if the same story is being told over and over and over, yeah. You've got to like take that thread and be like maybe there is a bit of truth in what they're saying. Yeah. You know? And and I think man like I know for me personally when we first opened that summer, I was in there every day. And I remember the last day that I had a shift, like I I got emotional because I had I had a relationship with people. You know, I knew mm-hmm. my people that were gonna come in at yep. a certain time. I knew what they wanted, the conversations we would have, you know, and, and I still see some of those people and, and for me it's the same. Like when we see each other, like, yo, what's up? How are you? How are your kids? Or, you know, what's going on? And I think those are the things that for people coming in. Like they also were looking forward yeah. to that. Oh, there's know, nothing and, and nothing puts a service. bigger smile on somebody's face than coming through and seeing that the owner is behind the register taking orders yeah. and building a relationship with you. You know? Yeah. Your customers, your patrons, the lifeline of the of your company, they see you back there and they make it a point like, When do you work again? Oh, uh, yeah. Wednesday. Cool. I'll be here. Yeah. When do you work for okay, cool. I'll be here. And that's how you build your business. Yeah. You know? And I think just like you with your your bartenders, you know, we had baristas that same thing. Like, oh, so-and-so's not here. Okay, I'll come back. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. like, dang, that's cold. But, but it's the same thing, right? Like, they yeah. built that relationship. And you got to take a little bit of that fiber as well. Be like, you maybe know? there's a little bit of truth to this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that's so valuable. And, I mean, even for me, man, like, I loved when people came in and, and they had no idea who I was and I never made it a point to say, oh, like I'm the owner, you know, never. Like they'd all, oh, like so-and-so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the company's owned by several families. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and like, I, I don't know, there's so much pride in just storytelling and, and letting people know what we're about and what we're doing. And that's what I'm excited to get back to, you know, of giving back to the community what they've offered us over the past four years in, in a new way. You know, something that would be more sustainable for us and I think align better with with what we've been building up to with our social events, you know, which again, man, in our communities, you know, Chula Vista even here at Third Avenue, it, it wasn't like this when no. we were growing up, Mm-mm. you know, and, and I think for me in Paradise Hills, Rio Drive was not like this when I was growing up. Pizza shop was still there. Market the was still there. Pizza shop, right? The, I think a, a version of the taco shop has always been there. And, and I know that back in the day, 60s and 70s, there was a few other things there. there. There used to be a hamburger spot. And, you know, there's been things there. But I think what we have right now is is way different, you know, where you used to have to go to other spots around town to get that, you know. And, and I think those are the things that I want to make sure that we're providing and not just as a business, but as a as a part of the community, you know, because I want my kids to have those opportunities to go down the street and experience something and, you know, to participate in the neighborhood and, and make it what they want. I'm excited to, to see what you guys, what you guys put in place. Yeah, it's me gonna too. Be, it's going to be me awesome. Too. It's going to be good. Eso. Yeah. And we went on a tangent for a while. We started talking. You know what it is? It's because el mezcal doggy. What el espadín. 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 Mezcal de Oaxaca. De Oaxaca. Yeah, organic too, so it means it's healthy. So, you know what? We're being health conscious, bro. That's right. New year, new me. <laughs> so, let's get new year, new me. 
It's time. The hotline? Is hotline. hotline. The hotline's yeah, blowing up. Okay. With the hotline message. Let's, let's see. Let's see what, let's we, see what got. we got today. Let's see. What's up, guys? This is uh, Julian. And I'm calling because um, this week uh, I was kicked out of a morning field. It was like six of us, we were doing some soccer drills, and we were kicked out because we were doing that. Um, I turn around, and I see some people uh, playing frisbee. It was two of them. Uh, so I asked the guy, like, well, what about them? And he's like, well, that's okay, because um, they're playing frisbee. So my question is, have you guys been kicked out uh, oh, it does. Have we have we been kicked out? Have we and, been kicked out ever? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna assume he says, "Have we been kicked out for doing something right now?" Yeah. yeah. Man, I haven't. I haven't taken that adventure yet. We've been riding bicycles. Like we we, yeah. we still cycle ride, and but nah. I mean. Which I think is different because you're in in motion, constant motion, right? Like I've gone running with some of the neighbors in in the neighborhood. Um, so that was Julio. He's very soft spoken. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna see if I can elevate that uh, <laughs> message a little louder. Pero bien, habla bien. Sí, pues, tú sabes que el pedo es. <laughs> Basically, he asked. He was playing soccer with like six buddies, running around, running drills, and they were asked to leave. By who would have been a better question? Who, right. who, who came up to ask him to leave? And when they was asked to leave, Julio turned around and said, well, what about them? They're playing Frisbee. Right. And then they didn't leave. It was just they were asked to leave. Yeah. Uh, bottom line, this is the wrong time to go out there and be playing soccer right I now. I think so. I think it's a premature. I would love nothing more. I know. We've been talking about that. to get back on the pitch and start playing a little bit of Tiki taka shit, bro. Yeah. You know, just to run around and, and, and have the ball just again flowing from the feet. I would love that. But I think right now is not the time. Yeah. And I guess I, I would ask or wonder, hearing that there was other folks playing Frisbee, there's probably a big distance between them or more than six feet, mm-hmm, right? Because mm-hmm. even at six feet to throw a Frisbee, that's kind of close. You might hurt somebody. <laughs> but I wonder... In in thinking about that, like just being responsible and, and mindful of the situation that we're in, I think we all are dying to get out and, and do whatever it is that brings us joy, which lately for me, I've been really excited. I even busted out my old cleats, cleaned oh, them up. I'm ready. Chine, chine. But yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. That, that might have been too soon. Final verdict. Too soon, Julio. Yeah, sorry, too soon. Julio. But ah, man, I can't wait. Julio's awesome, I, bro. Julio I'm imagine a, that that was a park ranger. I might have to take the ranger yeah, side. Yeah, because what if it was Patty the Park Lady and just yeah. running around dropping dropping regulations on folk, man? Yeah, I don't know. I think you know one thing that that I've been really I feel a tension around is that everyone has a different opinion on what's going on and what's safe to do or not to do. I think we have to honor the, yes. the regulations. You know, I think if you really want to play soccer, there's probably places that you could go do that. That's more private, you know, if, if that's what you really need to do. But, you know, also be patient and, 
We'll be back sooner than later. I won't shit on somebody who's really passionate about going out and doing something. Right. I won't shit about someone who's really passionate about staying in and making sure that they're adhering. Again, like everything else, it's perspective. One, you don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what they have on the line. You don't know what's at home, what they're trying to protect at home. Yeah. You know? Two, people people need different kinds of therapy, bro. Yeah. Some people can't handle being at home all this time. Some people just need to get out and do something, you know? Yeah. Like like we were talking when we first started. Right now is a new era. Right now in this industry for the service industry, we're in phase two. And San Diego was uh was given the fast track to get to the the, the back part of phase two, allowing um restaurants, um this industry, the service industry to open up so long as they're adhering to social distancing and you know, you're wearing your mask, you're being uh you're being cautious about the things that you're doing. You're not going overboard. Breweries involved. Like there's breweries that are open that so long as you have a food component, um, you're allowed to open and function. Barras, cantinas, same thing. Like there's certain guidelines that have been put into place because San Diego has been so good about how we're maintaining our things and yeah. that they said, you know what? Okay, we're going to reward you with doing, well, operating again. You know, obviously not a, to 100%. I'm going to let you operate at 25%. At least open your doors, let people in, hang out, so long as these rules are adhered to. Pero siempre, güey. No cabe duda que siempre alguien. There's going to be one dude, one lady, one set of people, one business that's going to go out of their way mm-hmm. to make sure they fuck it up for everybody. I was watching the news. I was reading something on Twitter. I don't know if you're on Twitter. Twitter's where I get all my nuggets, bro. Twitter, <laughs> Twitter's where I get all my little gold chips. My I little... tried Twitter. I can't do Twitter, man. You don't have to tweet. I'm more of a visual person. No, that's Twitter's all visual now. Really? It's all videos. It's all clips. It's all this. So okay. I get... It's bad. Like It's like anything else. Whatever direction you want to take it in, you're going to yeah. find it. You're going right. to uncover it, and you're going to get saturated, inundated with it. I was watching something of a bar here in San Diego, um, a beach bar that was... Opened up yesterday and they just wild out, bro. Really? Like there was a picture on Twitter of this of this bar, and um, it was just as if it was a regular Saturday during the day during the summer on the pier, hanging out, drinking. It was like cachete a cachete slam, bro. Like, they, it was like <laughs> bailando sin bailar status. Ooh, like you were just re- yeah, you forbidden were, dance, forbidden dance. It was there. That's tough, man. It, and That's it's tough. like, okay, one, it's like, all right, fuck, do your thing. Two, it's like, this is why we can't have nice things. Like, we were given, we were granted permission to do this, but businesses that are going to like take it to the next level, wild out, are going to be the reason we get it revoked from us yeah. just as fast as we got that access. And I think, too, man, all it takes is one of those people. To get sick, and then what's going to happen? We're going to be even more shut down than we were before. And realistically, it's not just one person that'll get sick, Chicle. Absolutely, you know, it's going to yeah. be one person who takes it and gives it to how many people? When and think about like right now, I know you just recently invested in a little smoker. Oh, I heard that through mm. the not the Twitters mm. but the Instagram, the IGs. Um. But thinking about that, right? Because I'm I'm thinking about doing the same thing, and I know that there's a meat shortage right now, you know, and why? Because at those meat plants, they had 
a situation with the pandemic where a lot of people got sick, you know? So now there's, there's shutdowns happening. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's the thing, right? Like you just said, it's not just one person that's going to sit, get sick. It's going to be that we hear about one person and then two and then three and then four and then bam. Especially in that industry, man. I was watching a, a video of the work environment of, meat factories bro they're they're side by side yeah they're side by side so yeah there was one what was this picture what were they side by side were they six feet apart oh with masks they were wearing masks right they were wearing the mask where you're you're covering your chin you know where (laughs) the pinchy mascara is on your chin bro um no i just saw the image and you know obviously you know there's a there's there's two sides every tail but the tail the side that i saw of this tail everybody was out and about like it was summertime and They were partying, and and I get it, bro. I get we it. We all want. We that. all. I I would love me too. to. You know, hashtag me too. Yo también quisiera hacer eso, pero no way. No. We. I mean, I know that this is not the time to do it. Yeah, it's not. I think I agree. I mean, we've talked about this, right? Like, there's so many arguments right there, and I think as small business owners, like we all are feeling the pressure in in different ways. Um some businesses that that are still not able to open because they're in in the phase three or or stage three category. You know, I think those questions around like, well, who decided who gets to stay open and who doesn't like, I feel like those are the right questions to ask. But I also feel like for us to just start throwing blame out there and, 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 you know, shaming people because they're being too safe or not safe enough. Like, you know, ultimately, like, let people be. Yeah, let people be. But I think also Con medida. realize that <laughs> this is real. Like, whatever, regardless of what your scientist told you, like, COVID-19 is real. Yes. It's happening. Yes. How it was started, who cares? It's happening. People are really sick. People are dying. And that's a reality. So you have to be considerate of who you might get sick. And is it worth it? You know, because I, I think at the end of the day, that's something that my wife and I talk about all the time. And even today, like I went to my parents' house and I had a little sniffle this morning because I've had a lot of allergies. And I told them like, hey, you know what? Like I had allergies this morning. I don't feel comfortable like saying hi to you because my parents and I want to do a fist bump all mm, the time. Mm. I was like, you know what? Like not today. And, and it sucks, but I also want to be just mindful of like, I don't want whatever I got. To get Whether to you, it's just allergies or, or not? Allergies are bad right now, though. Yeah, allergies nah, my are bad. Allergies are oh, terrible. Man, my eyes get all red. My yeah. the roof, el paladero. And being get, forty oh. plus, man, it's like now you're allergic to everything. Yeah, we forty plus. Yeah. You got you got to throw that plus in oh, yeah. there. We forty plus. <laughs> um, people are always asking me now. Well, such and such brewery is open. That brewery is open. This yeah. brewery is open. Why are you guys not open? Yeah. And I said, yeah, well, we not? we are open. I thought you were punk rock. I thought you yeah go against the grain. Um. We're open every day, 12 to 5. Yeah. You know, you can pick up to go. Yeah. We can deliver. You call us, you let us know, we handle it. Yeah. With the current regulations and the guidelines of what's needed to open, I just don't see it as something that I want to take on right now. Right. You know, maybe maybe in the future. If this, if this plays out longer, maybe I'll look into it. But right now, I'm just sitting back, observing how are these breweries handling it? How are they implementing their new system to make it work? 
if I see that it's working, I'll definitely do my research, explore yeah. it. How can I apply it here? For right now, bro, is for me. For me, it's too soon. For me, it's too soon. You know, um, and we're gonna hold. We're gonna hold pattern. So we're gonna still yeah. be open seven days a week. We're gonna still be open twelve to five. We might actually. I might actually think about extending the hours because people come go. in after and they're like, "Whoa, we came in at too six. And, yeah, yeah. So so maybe. But when I think that's a difference, though, you adapted quickly mm-hmm. to what was going on. Mm-hmm. You shifted your model. And I think that's why also you don't feel a pressure to like all of a sudden, mm-hmm. yeah, we need to open because we got bills, we mm-hmm. got da-da-da-da-da. Like you're not in that boat. Nope. And I think I agree, man, like being safe is is better right yes. now. Yes. Because you don't want to put yourself, your family, or your employees at risk, you know? And I think that's something that most people like in that emotion of like, man, like I need to get out. Like they forget uh. about what could happen and- I think that for me is like it, it it is more important than anything. Like putting people at risk is not worth it. And why ultimately, like in our business, we made the choice that we made because we know that without having our, our big events, our community events, you know, the art shows, the music, the live music, all these things that brought large groups of people and large for our space, you know, we're a small space, but you know, 30 people in our shop like that's a lot of people without being able to do that it it didn't make sense to continue doing the same thing right so without giving too much away right shifting our our business approach shifting what we're doing and adapting to the current situation which we don't know if it's gonna be you know a month from now we're in stage three yeah. or two months from now, or if things, you know, because a lot of the predictions also say that it's coming as, back as soon as things open up, gonna it's gonna, we're going to get hit yeah. again, you know. So I think thinking long term, you know, for us, like the coffee shop game has changed, you know, and for the spots that can do drive through and be more transient, mm-hmm. awesome. That's they're, the way they're doing it, just That's like you, ticket. right? They, the they kept it rolling. We weren't prepared for that. And I think in, in many reasons, because of how we were set up as families, you know, and uh, a beautiful thing, but ultimately, like realizing like, yeah, we weren't ready, we weren't prepared, and, and we're just not able to, right? But can we shift and do something else? Absolutely. And that's what I'm excited about. And that's what I'm seeing so many businesses do. Like they're adapting, yes. they're changing their models, they're adding components or, or removing something so that they could do other things. And, and I think that's the beauty. You know, every everyone that I've talked to since we made this decision is opportunities. Oof. You have an opportunity. You have an opportunity. And boom, be creative. Everything that you've done already, we've never heard of before. Like, what are you going to do next? You know, and, and I think that's the the driving force right now. Of, yeah, like, what what do we need? And what can we provide that's safe and, and like other people can benefit and still expose people to things that that we need is art, music. And that that connection to our neighborhood, to our community. It's going to be awesome, man. I'm yeah. excited for what you got. I'm pumped. That's, that's the best part of a business. That's the best part of a whole of the, the business aspect, the development. Yeah. The, the idea is like, ¿Qué si hacemos esto? Yeah. What about this? Yeah. Like, what if we do this too? Like, that's the best part. You know what? Because yeah. you're building it. You're making that baby. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, Nothing's and, better than making the baby. <laughs> and we've learned so much, you yeah. know. You and, get that opportunity to go back and be like, yeah. what worked, what didn't work. Absolutely. You know? bueno, dude. It's going to be good. And I think just learning from from our surroundings and, you know, having partnerships in the community and, and folks that, you know, also have ideas. So how do we tap into them and, you know, keep providing, you know, and I think more than anything to continue being uh, a model of what's possible, you know, because we need that, you know, we need more people like us to be in, in places that we're we're showing the youth what they can accomplish, you know, and to not limit themselves into they can only do certain things, you know, and, and to dream bigger. That's big. And there it is. Yeah. That's the ribbon. That's the bow on the package. Yeah. Chicklin, another beautiful episode. Yeah. We're too positive. Next time we're going to come with some negative stuff. No. So, okay, no. No, no, no. Just a little bit. Say <laughs> way. What else you got? Um... I think that's it for me, yes. man. It's Friday. It's, it's Memorial Friday. Day weekend. It is. You know, I'm off of work. My little Tuesday. smoker this weekend. Yeah. Is that Can the, I tell the, you that, that? So my wife a few weeks ago was like, hey, Costco's got the, the smoker on sale. Do you want one? I was like, no, 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 babe. Like, you know, we're saving money right now. And then you get one. And then I talked to my other homie, and he posted a picture of his delicious triton. Ooh. I'm like, oh, that looked good, Ooh. bro. Like, tell me about it. It's the smoker. Yeah. And then I had to go home and tell her, like, hey, you know what? I think I do want it after <laughs> Again, <all." laughs> you, just, you just saw the final product with me. You didn't yeah. see all the work I put in to get <laughs> this thing, bro. Like, yeah. I, it was my birthday, and wife is like, well, what do you want? He's like, no, I'm just saving money. He's like, ideally, I, I, I want to get this Traeger. You know, it's a smoker. Dropping it's this. Hits. And I was like, you know, and I said, you know what? Nah, let me just keep saving money. Uh, I'm going to get it eventually, whatever. Yeah. So then, yeah, I told her, hey, you want? Let's go get it. Let's drop the kids off um, or have my mom like kind of look after them, and let's go get it. So I went, got it, brought it home, unpacked it, built it. Now I'm waiting. Wait, I think tomorrow I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, yeah. Right now it's set up and ready to rock, and I've been looking at some recipes and, and and just kind of studying how to use it. Yeah, and mañana, dog, because I'm off until Tuesday, so it's Friday. Hell yeah, I got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh. Monday. So I told wife, I was like, damn, you know what? I have a brisket in the freezer. Ooh, I'm gonna pull that bad boy out. Need to get down I'm, with brisket out the, right off out the, the get, bro. <laughs> I want to see. I, yeah, so we have a bunch of meat in the freezer. I was like, you know, let me do this, let me do that, and then a ver qué pasa. You know, I've been known to be a judge of, of barbecue. Damn, well, I've been known to not share until it's time to share. <laughs> what is wrong with you, boy? <laughs> Dang it. Sale pues chicle. Okay. Epic. See you Thank next you. week. We'll be here next hey, week. Hey, can we get some more calls? I love the questions, but I do want to hear your thoughts, too. Mm. If you heard something that we talked about and you want to share your opinion, please do that because I think that's also how we all grow as a community is, is getting involved, throwing our two cents out there. Y'all have ideas and you have concerns. Please share them. 619-728-9300. The Emo Brown Bling Hotline. Blow it up. Yes. Thank you, Lolitas. Thank you, Patreon. I just got the final mock-up of our tank tops and some shirts. Ooh, so they be coming your way. For the summertime. Ooh, they're coming your Everybody's way. Everybody's been working out. I know you've been working out at home right now. Mm, poo chops. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys.